0: I'm here with my guest today. Uh, she's going to introduce herself and we're going to go from there.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Mika Lacey and I'm from Illinois.
0: All right. So um, I wanted to talk to you about like your fitness journey and kind of get into that. Um, sure. How did you like find fitness first? Like were you into sports? Like how did that go?
1: Yeah. So I was an elite tumbler before I got into like lifting. So I did that when I was, I started when I was like three and I did it until I was 17. Um, and basically I was training for the USA world team. So like the winter Olympics for tumbling. And, um, my dad was a weightlifter when he was younger and he still was like in my town known for, weightlifting and all of that. So he started helping me get stronger because I was lower body strength. Like I had better lower body strength versus upper body and the skills I was getting into, I needed more strength. So he started teaching me weightlifting. Um, I ended up falling in love with the gym and drifting away from my other goals, like in tumbling and that's kind of how I transitioned. Like my senior year of high school is when I transitioned from tumbling to like actually competing in bikini bodybuilding.
0: Mm-hmm. And that switch, like, was it slow, like a slow burn to get you off tumbling to switch to a different kind of sport, or was it really fast?
1: Um, to be honest, like, I was hitting a burnout stage because I hit all of my goals that I want to accomplish in tumbling. And then I never thought I would be able to like train for the USA team. So when that was there, it was like, okay, well that's a new goal, but it wasn't like my full heart was in it. Like I was in all the other goals in my past. So it was kind of like, well, I need to get stronger. And then I was also getting at the age, like, um, I was going, I was deciding to go to college and all of that. So the transition part wasn't, was kind of like leery on my end. And, like if I wanted to pursue it and continue, I was kind of getting burnt out. And then I found something new that lit a spark underneath me. So that's when I got into the whole, um, lifting weights more frequently and became addicted to it. I guess you can say at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And do you kind of like still have that same passion about it or has it changed? How does it, like um, it's definitely changed quite a bit. Cause I deal with, or I've had a lot of health issues. Um, But, like, from then, it was more so I wanted to compete on stage, and then I haven't competed in five years. So I've been in the whole industry for seven years, and um, my whole health was, like, the main thing that got me away from the stage. But I think, like, 2020, I may go back on stage. It's more so I'm more – I care more about my health than getting on stage type thing. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And when, when, like, your first show, how did that go? Like, how did that go?
1: Um, it, went, it went really well. The only thing, I was young. So I was 17. It was my senior year of high school, and that's when I competed first. Um, honestly, like, I came in condition very well. I just looked like a child on stage because I was so young. I had no muscle maturity. So I did team bikini. I got second, and then I did open, and I got six, I believe. So it's like... I was just young and I didn't have the maturity. Like I was going against people who were like in their twenties, thirties, etc.
0: And were you nervous the first time, or were you like, "I got this," or were you confident? Like, how did you feel going into it?
1: Um, I wasn't. I wasn't really nervous um, because, like, I'm used to crowds. I'm used to all of that type feeling because of in tumbling. Like you would be in a ton of like in front of a tumble or a ton of people. So that didn't really bother me. I, I, I'm a very confident person. So stage presence doesn't really bother me, I guess you can say.
0: And what it was like Your did you have, did you build a ritual from that? Like after you, uh you know, go on stage, do you like eat something that you missed out on um, during prep or anything like that?
1: Um, not really. I mean, like, the it's a lifestyle. That's the way I looked mm-hmm. at it. So, like, yeah, I, I went out and had, like, pizza, I think. But it's not – it's more so a lifestyle. It's a choice. A lot of people misinterpret that. They think, like, you're going to have so much food after, but you feel like garbage after if you indulge in all of it. Obviously, enjoy it. But it, it's – you know the – diff. like, we all go through that at one point, and you learn from it.
0: hmm and what is, like, your kind of, like, your nutrition, like, now, especially since you've taken, a, like, a lot of time off?
1: So my nutrition really hasn't changed. I do macro approach, so it's flexible dieting, mm-hmm. and that's what I, I've i learned that works best for me, um, It's just basically eating foods that I enjoy, and then nutrition, make sure the nutrition dense, and also foods, like, that are fun, like cereal, or if I want Pop-Tart post-workout, or stuff like that, um that's a good thing about flexible dieting and my approach and what I teach others as well.
0: Hmm. And when did that kind of happen? You wanting to like teach others and help other people with that?
1: Um, I would say when I started having my health issues, so I don't have a thyroid and, um, your thyroid's like a huge factor for weight loss. And when I started dealing with weight issues and fluctuations and weight gain, Um, I came to realize like a lot of females deal with the same thing or maybe not thyroid issue, but there is quite a bit who don't like acknowledge it. Um, That's what really sparked me when I could realize like if I could help myself figure out a way and find the right approach – then I could help others, and it's just a really good, like, fulfillment, because I've done, I've done in-person training for years, uh, six years in person, and then seven, or I, seven years total, I've, like, got into the industry six years in person, um, and then when I got into the online coaching, honestly, it's, like, I officially went full on this past year, but um, I did it, like, on the side, like, randomly for fun, like, over the years, but like full, like full force has been this past year.
0: And uh, what has that experience been like? You know, being a, you know kind of a coach online and all that.
1: Um, it's really for, like for me, I love it because I get to work with women. I work with men as well, but mainly women who want to better themselves, feel better, more confident looking at themselves. Um, I really preach feel good on the inside and out. It's not all outside appearance. It's more so focused on the inside as well.
0: Mm-hmm. How did you kind of deal with that, like the the body image issues and stuff like that, anxiety with that, stuff like that?
1: Um, like honestly, it's 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 finding what works for you. So, like, anxiety has definitely been a thing that I've dealt with. Um, I feel like it's becoming more common. Like everyone accepting it and realizing it. And coping with it and being more vulnerable about it. Um, But it's really just finding ways that work really well for you to help cope with it and not let it affect your everyday life.
0: And every day do you like have a ritual? Like what is kind of your day by day now?
1: Um, So every night – so the night before like I start a day, I always write a to-do list and make sure I write down things that I need to get done for the following day. Um, And then when I wake up, normally I read five to ten pages of a book, like a um, entrepreneur-type book, self-growth-type book. Um, And then I will check my to-do list if I need to add anything or any of that on on the list. And then I will go ahead and write goals that I have for this week and something I'm thankful for. And then I'll go about my day. I try not to look at my phone 30 to thirty minutes to an hour as soon as I wake up because um, it helps like have my head clear, I guess you can say, and not like constantly work, work, work or let something affect my morning. It mm-hmm. sets my morning off better doing that.
0: So do you like wake up naturally or do you like uh, have an alarm or something like
1: that? Oh, I do an alarm, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay, I was I, I thought you might have not done an alarm and then just not week, you know, wake up.
1: No, I, I definitely need an alarm.
0: And what time do you, like, wake up? Is it really early? Are you, like, an early, early person or is it, like, kind of, like, 6 uh, or 7 minutes?
1: Normally I wake up around 7 every day, 6.30 maybe, but an average day is, like, 7 o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, throughout the day, like, are you working all the time or are you, like, kind of have a lot of, like, deschedule your time very good. Um
1: yeah so as soon as normally I have am or like morning clients and that's like in person at the gym my dad and I own um so I do in person clients in the morning and then I come home around 11 or 12 I do my online coaching clients I do emails I do um basically at home work for my online business or um my collabing or stuff like that and then I go back in around three ish until honestly, it's like seven o'clock, depending um, between my more like my afternoon clients. And then I get my lift in at night, and then I come home and I work more until I get things done. I'm constantly working, it seems like, but that's kind of part of it when you're doing two businesses at once. At some point, I'm just going to go strictly online. But I'm trying to balance both right now. It's just investing in my time, which is what I obviously wanted to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And do you work seven days a week? Like, is it every day you're working? Or, like, do you have Um, days off?
1: It's So the way I look at it is, like, it's by choice. I Mm -hmm. will work. I work Monday through Thursday, for sure, in-person clients. Sometimes I'll throw in Friday, and sometimes I'll throw in Saturday if I feel like it, if I'm in town. But for the most part, like... Monday through Thursday are my days I work, and I'll work Friday morning. And then I normally travel a lot. Like, I do a lot of traveling to see friends, and that's kind of how my schedule is. So if I if I book out a time that I'm traveling and I want to go travel somewhere, then that's with the flexibility part. Like, I won't have to work those days by choice.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, through all that, like, how does kind of social media play life in your part, like, do you like get on your phone right? You said not right away, but like in 30 minutes, like how to,
1: yeah. Yeah. I always check my, um, my emails, my Instagram, Facebook, everything, because that's where I run my online business. So I'm very active on all of it constantly. Um, like I'm always checking it to make sure like I'm not missing on someone's question or setting up a meeting or a call or stuff like that. Um, I'm basically doing like a ton of things at once, but making it work. So.
0: And how like uh building the online business, how did you approach that? Did you like were you really good at getting clients right away? Like how did that kind of go about?
1: Um honestly, I hired a business coach to help me with building my online coaching, which was a very good investment. For myself, it's just like investing in an online coach, like for training, like as if someone works with me, it's the same thing, but in a different way. If you look at it, um, you're investing in your time and what you're trying to create more value from. So I invested in a couple online coaches and then I have friends who have, have online businesses and they help me out as well. But for the most part, it's, it's trial and error, finding what works for you, um, because like someone telling you something isn't guaranteed. It's more so you evolving from what they tell you and going at your approach.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, is like coaching, like what you kind of like want to keep doing for the next like five to 10 years? Or are you like, I want to try this out and then try competing, try this. Like, are you going to just be trying a bunch of stuff?
1: Um, yeah, it just sounds like that's how I am, but it is <laughs> like, okay. I'm all of, I'm, I'm like all over the place doing different stuff Um, yeah, for right now, absolutely. That's what I see myself doing, but I'm also, I I have my mortgage broker's license. So I'm doing that. Like I'm starting to get into that. My dad owns a business and I'm going to be taking over on that. So it's going to be online as well. I'll be working from home. So it just, it'll be another thing added. Mm -hmm. I see myself doing that once I, um, stop the in-person clients and bringing that on, Um, it's similar to what I'm doing. It's just obviously a different language versus the fitness. Um, so I'll probably be doing that until, you know, whatever happens next, Uh whatever life brings me.
0: Definitely. Do you you sound like a really like hard worker? Do you just, or did you get that kind of mindset from?
1: Um, I would say my dad because he has taught me anything. I vision, I can do and I truly live by that. Like if I envision something, if I want something, regardless if it's material, business, whatever, I will do it if I say I'm gonna do it. And that's something. Um it's I said I guess you can say it's like goal driven type person. Mm. It once I hit a goal, it's marked off onto the next goal. There's never like one set goal, and then once I get there, settle. I don't settle whatsoever. Um, I'm all about Connecting, getting more value from other people. How I can change to better myself, better my business, better anything. I'm all about. I'm an open book, basically. You can say.
0: Mm-hmm. And what are like those goals like? Like, are you just like I want to do this, or I want to do that, or is it like a specific goal? And yet, do you have like a time frame on those goals, or do you just kind of try to um, achieve them as fast as you I can?
1: wouldn't? I wouldn't say like there's a time frame on anything because. I don't, I mean, obviously you want to try to get it as soon as you can or reach it as soon as you can, but I don't like setting time frames on things like specific. I have to have it by this date. Obviously it's good to have like goal setting things like each month for my business, for stuff like that, yearly goals and stuff like that. But like hard, like hard written stuff I wouldn't necessarily do. Um, it's just something I just can't. I'm just more so, okay, let's try this. And if it works, keep going on it. If it doesn't, try the next thing type thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't work, like what is your thought process of that? Are you like, I should try this again or let's try a different way? Or are you like, okay, I've tried this. It doesn't work. Let's go move on to the next thing.
1: Um. I would say a little bit of both. Like, I'm I'm the type of person, if you throw something at me, it, like, there's absolutely no chance. I'll just throw it aside and move on to the next. But if there's something that I could see some, like, potential in it, I would still go at it. And if it still isn't working, I wouldn't, like, worry about it. I would focus on something else, maybe still go at it type thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever get, like, frustrated or are you very, like, calm person?
1: Um, I get frustrated for sure, but I've learned to become more calm over Uh this past year so I think that plays a role with anxiety as well like coping with your anxiety
0: Uh yeah I think like I don't know I just feel like being more calm about things just helps you out more instead of being angry or frustrated yeah
1: yeah I totally agree that's why like now I when when something happens I'm like probably the most calm person now before you asked me a year ago I would have like freaked out but Over this past year, that's something I've worked on. I'm, like, extremely calm. Um, I've had incidents and my friends would freak out. I'm like, there's literally nothing you can do about it. Why worry about it? Let's just acknowledge it and work with it and then move on from it.
0: Uh, And as a coach, you know, you're, like, kind of – you kind of set your own schedule and everything. How do you deal with your, like, kind of social life? Do you go out every Saturday, Sunday or something? Like, do you do something like that or hang out with friends
1: Um, so that's something that's, that I am working on right now. Like, like last weekend I was just in Nashville. I go to Nashville pretty often to hang out with friends. I have family. A lot of my friends are down there, but like, it's hard for me. Like when I'm home, when I'm not traveling to go out because I live in such a small town, like I'm just like, what's the point? But I will schedule like, like, when I go to Nashville I set those dates. I did not work. I maybe did a little bit of work on the computer when I was there during my free time. But I will set time aside for my friends and like family and stuff like that. Um, like if I have a planned trip or any of that. So
0: mm. And do you plan that way in advance or are you like, I'm going, you know, I'm gonna visit this person and that's it.
1: For the most part it's planned because I'm a planner uh-huh. type person. But I mean there's been instances I'm like screw it let's go like why not and I've done that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh what like uh if like something like throws a wrench in your plans you know cuz I feel like that happens to me all the time so you know something just yeah. happens and, like how do you handle that situation where do you just like switch things around do you like like oh I well. try
1: yeah I try to make it work as much as possible but like there's things that you just can't it's out of your control. There's no point to get upset about it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's more so, okay, well, if that didn't work, let's reschedule it for this day. And if the other person on the other end doesn't understand, then it's like there's really nothing you can do about it. There's no point to get upset, you know.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh, like, doing all this stuff you're doing, right, how much sleep are you getting? Are you getting, like, a lot of sleep or do you not sleep much? Do you not need that much?
1: Oh, I actually do sleep. I take my sleep very serious. Um I get at least eight hours of sleep. That's okay. like my sweet spot. Um but I don't get like if I get less than that, I'm I would probably take a nap during the day at some point. Mm-hmm. But for the most part I get eight hours of sleep every night at mm-hmm. least.
0: And what's like the napping situation like? Do you take like thirty minutes, an hour, two hours? Like how long is that?
1: Uh normally thirty minutes to an hour, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel like you're, like, up right away? You're like, oh, this is great. I took a nap. Uh,
1: Depending on the day, I guess you can say. It really varies. Like, I, I want that, but sometimes it just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Naps never worked for me. They always make me more groggy, I guess. Uh,
1: yeah. That's what a lot of people say.
0: Uh, so I try to get my 7 to 8. I'm more of a 7 person. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think if I get 8 or 9, <laughs> I get... I'm like, whoa, I slept way too much. But that's just me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you you sleep like that every day or do you, like, on certain days you don't sleep as much or sleep more?
1: For the most part, I sleep eight hours every day during the week. I try my best. Weekends, sometimes I'll sleep more. But for the most part, I wake up at the same time. So I get about eight.
0: Mm. Sometimes
1: now,
0: what, nine. How, like... If you don't get those eight, like, how do you feel?
1: I feel very tired. Like, it's crazy how much one hour of sleep would vary, but, um, I feel extremely tired.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, like, do you have, like, a, like, a sleeping ritual? Do you wake up in the middle of the night or anything like that? Or do you just sleep, try to, try to sleep all through it? Like, how do you I
1: sleep all through it. I, I put, um, what is that? Essential oils. I put that by my bed before I go to sleep to help like relax me, and then I take CBD oil as well, and it normally knocks me out the whole night. So mm-hmm. that helps and, a lot.
0: And do you sleep like in a dark room, or do you like have like like having a little light? Like how do you? Have that?
1: Definitely a dark room for
0: uh-huh. sure. Does it have to? Does there have to be background noise or anything no, like that? No, not
1: for me. Just a fan on.
0: Okay. Yeah. Some, some white noise, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, so do you like when Let's kind of get back on to your coaching? Um, uh, when you started coaching like online, um, how like your approach to it, you were like getting all these other coaches. Um, when did you know, like I can do this full time or do this, like I could do this most of it.
1: Oh, um, I would say, I don't know, all, like, my social media is, like, a whole nother business. Like, even <laughs> posting emails, like, all of it is, like, a whole nother, like, job, I guess you can say, on top, like, with, as well as, like, the online coaching, because you, anything I post is, like, value for for online coaching. Like, anything I post is business, I guess you can say. Um, including stories. I mean, I always put like, I'm very like real with my people. I don't sugarcoat things. I'm a very honest, blunt person, but I'm very nice. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't like letting people on, I guess you can say. So even with like my posts, my stories, I'm very like myself. Um, I always like my dogs in my stories a lot. Everyone loves my dog. Oh. And I also do like informative, like that's a huge thing. Cause I, I give people what I wish I had when I was like a newbie. I wish I, there was more people that created good content that could help me versus, you know, a lot of Instagrams out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, the one word captions that bothers me so much. I just can't. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. One word captions and like just pointless stuff. There's, I would rather give value to everyone, free content, to help them.
0: Uh-huh. And I see you're, like, I've read some of your captions. They're really, like, like. there's always, like, a lesson in it. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but, like, there's always something you can learn from that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: how did you kind of come up with, like, doing that, and how long does that take you? Does that, do you write this all out, or, like, how do you handle that?
1: So, I, basically all my... Captions are like conversations with people, like conversations with clients, conversations with gym members, um, friends, family, like questions that they always ask me or are confused about. And I basically just want to lay it out on the table so they understand it better versus keep questioning it, doing like all this research that is garbage um on you know you you read some stuff is like don't do that just don't but social media is such like a uh like social media can be very deceiving i guess you can say so i try to just give knowledgeable stuff and stuff that i've learned stuff that my clients have learned um just so like if you face it or it connects with at least one person that's all i care like if it helps one person That's my whole goal, and I normally I try to schedule ahead, and that's something I'm working on right now because I'm a I can be a procrastinator at some point, but I'm also like a very planned person. It makes no sense at all, but for the most part, I make I have my posts planned out. Sometimes I have to do it the day of, depending like if I got um swamped with something else. So for the most part, I make it the day of or or a couple days before and have it all planned out.
0: Mm-hmm. You talked about procrastination there. That's like, I don't know. I feel like that's a huge thing for a lot of people. How do you, yeah. handle,
1: how do you handle that?
0: Like, you know, cause I'm the greatest procrastinator there's ever been. I always push things like yeah. over and over and over and then eventually I'll do them. But yeah, you know, there's been stuff that's like been three years in the works mm-hmm. and never, it's, it's still there. So, but yeah. So,
1: good. The biggest thing that's helped me is literally a to-do list. And even if I only write down three things that are going to help push me towards my goal or towards my business or whatever, three things to accomplish every single day, regardless if it's something small, something large, if it's a phone call, if it's an email, if it's a task. I will make sure I get those three things done. I try not to make my list Overbearing, and then below it, I may put like a few things like here. This is something we can do if you have extra time. If not, I'll throw it on the list the next day. So, writing a list down versus just saying it or typing it in my phone literally, writing it on a piece of paper or in a book has saved me to not procrastinate because. I don't know what it is when you visualize it and you can mark it off. It's like such a satisfaction that you've got something done. And at the end of the day, like you can breathe versus feel so anxious. I should have done that. I should have done this. You know, that's helped me extremely.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll take that approach because my to-do list list is like, I don't know, like two, three pages. And it's not like a, I don't know. It's not like a daily to-do list, I guess. It's like what needs to get done, right? Yeah. But there's no time. There's like I, I'm really bad about like uh, making a specific time for anything. Just because like I don't know when that's gonna be done. So
1: I, yeah, I also do Google Calendar. That's my best friend. I <laughs> me was actually, too. Yeah, so, I was it's so talking, great. I was talking to my friend about it. They're like, "Well, let me check my calendar at work when I get there." I'm like, "Dude, you need to get Google Calendar. That will save your life."
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that because it just it, it makes it easier. I know what time to be somewhere. I know what time to like do this thing, and like you know, there's always little things that come up. You know, stuff that you have to do every once in a while, and you're like, oh, I gotta do that. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. You know, kind of like that. Yeah, so kind of in that way. Exactly. Um, and uh, do you schedule everything in there, or your whole day? Like, do you put like this is the time I'm doing this. this is the time I'm doing that.
1: Um, for the most part, yes. So, like all my in-person clients, they're in my Google Calendar, okay. um, and then things like if I need to set blocks for my lift, I normally do that. I set time aside and I put it in there so I know a time frame that I'm going to be lifting and try not to get interrupted. Um, and then, like my online coaching, I try to do it in blocks, but obviously, like with that, it doesn't it doesn't always happen like that. Like. Set appointments like in person happen unless someone cancels, but online it varies because you don't know how long it's going to take you um, and stuff like that. So I kind of just block online coaching, like a portion that says like online business, and I will set my time aside just to strictly do that versus Mm -hmm. like other things. For the most part, I plan out everything. I try to.
0: Mm. And like when you're doing those, like that online coaching part, like is it, like, when do you know it's a stopping point? Like, do you stop, like, when all the emails are gone? Like, how do you kind of go about that, like, part?
1: So the thing with that is you can always be working on something. Yeah. I think I hear this – you you probably hear it a lot from any online entrep- entrepreneur type person. It feels like there's always something. And I never understood that until I got deep in it. Like, when I first started, I was like, okay, well, what can I do now? You, you're not, like, thinking – you're not brainstorming at when you first start because you're like new at it, you don't know what to expect. But more you get into it, you're like, Okay, I can do this. Well, this is the next project that I should work on. So it's more so like forcing myself to stop versus um stopping. Like just just like stopping is hard for me, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm.
0: So like it's it's kinda hard to just like oh we're just done stop. here. Stop. We're done here. Yeah. yeah. And, unless,
1: unless, like, I'm tired. Like, I normally stop at like eight o'clock. Sometimes I go to nine, depending like what I'm doing. But for the most part, like, I stop and I can force myself and be like, okay, I'll, I'll pick it up tomorrow. But you always get that itch, like when you're almost done, you just want to keep going. Yeah, keep going, yeah,
0: you know? yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, I don't know. I always tell people it's like writing your paper for English class or something. It's like, yeah, exactly. You're so close to finish. Might as well finish. But then you realize, like, there's like ten more projects to do. So, exactly. You know, it's kind of better just to stop and uh, continue with whatever act- next activity you're going to do. Um, and you mentioned lifting, and you said you lift twice a day, or is that like only a some days? Or,
1: um, I lift only once, like one time a day. I only lift five to six times a week. I do one to two rest days depending how I feel. Um, but yeah, I only lift at night. I don't like, I'm all about, I don't know. I've always, I used to lift seven times a week, do cardio every single day. Now it's, I I hired, like I invested in a coach just to keep me more accountable. So right now I'm just doing five to six times a week and then cardio three times a week. So it's not like an extreme amount either. So I'm not like living there. It's a good, like it's, I can be there. Hour to an hour and a half, and be out, depending like how I want to approach it, I guess.
0: And what are your what are your lifts like? Like, are you doing deadlifts? Like, what what is your kind of your routine? Do you change it up all the time?
1: So typically, I do push, pull, leg, uh-huh. um, and then I play with weights. So if I lift six times a week, I'll do higher reps at the beginning, lower reps at the end, and like work on um, strength. So that's, like, the only thing. It's pretty standard. I don't have, like, I'm doing this movement, this movement. I don't like doing the same exercises every time. I like doing exercises I know I need to do. But I like changing it up because I don't, I don't know. I've always been like that.
0: Uh-huh. And you mentioned you do cardio about three times a week. What does mm-hmm. that consist of? Are you running? Are you, like, um, like what are you hey, doing exactly? No.
1: Not <laughs> running. No way. I'm not a runner. I can sprint. I like sprinting, but okay. that's hit, and I'm not doing hit right now. Okay. Um, I normally just walk at an incline without holding on, or I do the stairmaster without holding on. So
0: okay, okay. And did you ever used to try to run, or no?
1: I've always tried to run, but it, my body hates it. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, like I always hear that people tell me like they feel good afterwards, like, get that runner's high. I've never nope. had
1: that. I've yep. never had that. no. Yeah. I happened. get it, like sprinting, sprinting, or like hit cardio, you get it. Yeah. But like running, no, I just feel like I'm dying.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I know people that do like marathons, and I'm just like, why would you do that to yourself? I just don't. Y'all are
1: crazy, right?
0: Yeah, That's I what mean, I tell them. but then they like I they, the way they express it to me is like they're it's just like be mentally strong. I'm like, uh, and I was like, okay, but. You you get a runner's high from it, so that kind of helps balance that out. And yeah, I've never felt that. I've heard stories about it, but I've never felt that. So
1: I think it's similar. Like weightlifters get a like they get endorphin high after mm-hmm. they get done. It's the same thing, but for runners. typically Like I know most runners that I know, they're not huge with weightlifting. I mean, they like to weightlift, but they're not weightlifting like me. My mom's a runner; she's always been a runner. My dad's been the lifter, and obviously, I've took his traits on that. Um, I used to like when I was in high school run because we, I think every female has been through like the body image stage of like running your life, like running a ton, cardio Uh a ton. That's when I would run, but I would still do like sprints off and on and walk. I would never strictly run. I hated running. Like I, I, I remember the mile and I hated it, hated Uh it.
0: And like, yeah, I don't, yeah, running, I just really despise i don't know what it is about it um i rather row a million miles than run to like it just bothers me so much but i guess that's just how everyone everyone's kind of different with that yeah and uh you said you do like the steer master and the you just kind of walk on the incline is that what you said
1: yeah i walk on an incline typically Mm
0: -hmm. and like are you 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 say you do sprint sometimes or is that not anymore
1: Not right now. Um, my My protocols are just to do very standard cardio, nothing crazy, just to get movement in, basically.
0: And like, do you do you like try to hit steps every day? Like, do you have anything like that?
1: I try to do the ten thousand steps a day, but on average, because I'm so active, I hit it regardless. Unless it's a rest day, I try to get out and move more and like take my dog for a walk just to Mm -hmm. get movement. Plus, it helps with digestion. So. I try to move just because it helps with so many other things, not just because I have to hit the number.
0: Uh, and on your rest days, like, do you do, like, certain activities? Do you go swimming or something, do something, like, different? Or, like, how do you handle that?
1: I try to, for the most part. Like, I hang out with family, friends. Um, normally I schedule my rest days on days that, like, I'm traveling and I'm seeing friends, and I just want to spend time with them versus go to the gym. Um, that's normally how my rest days are. If I'm home, I'll normally like take my dog for a walk, see my parents, and see friends. Just it really just depends.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you do you like go to the gym by yourself, or are you like one of those people that like to have like go with a friend or something? Like, how do you go about that?
1: I prefer lifting by myself. I, I don't know why. Um, I like training with my dad because he pushes weight on me. like He makes me lift heavier, but he's also like – because he lifts heavy, he doesn't like moving fast, so I don't like that part. So I prefer lifting by myself, but I don't mind lifting with other people. Like there's some – sometimes like I'll have a friend in town or I'm traveling and we go lift. Then I'll lift with the person, but for the most part, like I lift on my own.
0: hmm uh-huh. And do you have to have music or you don't have music? Like, are you?
1: Normally I have to. Have, yeah, I have to have music for sure.
0: And what, what, what is exactly playing? Like, what is like your playlist? Kind uh, of
1: thing? Normally I do EDM type stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my go to. Like for lift, like in general, I just like that kind of music. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like
0: when you're listening and not listening, do you feel like you can lift more or like anything like that?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely feel like I can lift better with music.
0: Uh huh. Do you do that as well with cardio? Like you're listening all the time or no?
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. And so you, you don't mind going with like someone else to the gym and like doing that kind of like a training partner kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I don't mind it. It's just, I feel like I'm not, it's not as benefit, like not as a, good workout i mean it's still a good workout but not as good because normally you like talk and you know social a little bit in between and i'm normally like get in and out and be done type person like get Um, it done
0: yeah so yeah you kind of just want to get it done um about your like we were talking about goals earlier what kind of like do you set like yearly goals at all or like do you set just date those daily goals or like
1: um, I said daily goals. I do set yearly goals. Like this past year was just to simply start my business, launch mm-hmm. it and freaking go full force on it. And that's what I've done. Um, I, I've like, I've been at the time where I'm like deciding if I want to go back to school. Um, but I decided I don't see myself. I'm not really a college person. I wish I was, but I don't see the point. Cause I've Became so successful at what I'm doing. Why? Why try something else when I love what I do? I guess you can Mm -hmm. say. So I've had like a lot of things going on. Like, should I, should I settle for that? No. You know, so it's one of those things.
0: Good. Cause I feel like, I don't know. Am I the only person that has those thoughts? Sometimes I think, uh, uh, I feel like
1: it's always going to be there because I just had my first class reunion recently, and huh. I'm like, man, everyone goes to college. I'm like, nope, and but then my my friends and my family are like, I guarantee, like you make more than what you're doing or what they're doing, and they went to college, had a degree, and they probably hate their job. And I said, you're absolutely right. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. I think it's just because society pushes like you should go to college or, you know, the fam- like your parents' age pushes that, older people push that, mm-hmm. but then our day and age is like, you don't need to go to college to be successful, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way and I don't know. It, I just think it's, if you're doing something you love and you you're, you're being successful at it and you're making money and you're getting everything that, you know, you're living life- I don't understand. What's the
1: point? point. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but there's if no, yeah. there's
1: no, it, it would be because you're doing it for someone else. Like, because your parents pushed it mm-hmm. or, you know, that's one thing I'm blessed for. Cause my parents never pushed it. They're like, you should go. Like I went for my associates. I got it done. I got it just to get, um, but my parents were like, you don't have to go back. You're doing like they, I proved to them. Like I, I can be successful without going, But I mean, it's a work, like it's a, it's hard for sure. Mm -hmm. And it takes time, but it can happen if you truly want to succeed in whatever it is,
0: you know? And like behind that, going to college, going back to college, what are you thinking of like getting a degree in college? Like, are you like, I want to do something more with coaching or nutrition or R&D? Like, like, what are you thinking about when? So
1: I was going to go back to school for um, dietetics or my dietitian license. But then I was thinking, I'm like, there's so many great sources, certifications that are basically the same thing. And half the price, like not even a quarter of the price. Like, plus I I just like, there's, there's so much different things on that um, scientific way versus like, actual people doing type way I guess you can say I don't I don't really know the word for that so it was just like back and forth do I want to go do I want to invest in that and realistically it just wasn't something I think is needed because I'm very educated in it already Um, I'm always reading new stuff I'm always educating myself and I'm always taking different courses to educate and certify myself even more so it's like I'm already doing it why do i need just a piece of paper you know and i and i know people are going to disagree with me saying all mm-hmm. that but but it's just like it's a piece of paper you know people anymore like anymore it's more um what is it like what is that called where you have ex- oh it's experience experience versus yeah. versus a, like a certific like a piece of paper people like experience they like people who can talk to other people versus be a person who just has a piece of paper and can't communicate, have a conversation with someone, you know? So I think it's just just the day and age, like our age group, the new age group. It's coming yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. I, I get, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. those are very blunt though. I, I see where you get that. Like it's just, yeah. it's, you just said it's just a piece of paper, I guess. We'll I,
1: I, I mean, it's a blunt, honest truth though. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just like, I get the reasoning behind it and going and all of that. I I fully get it. The education part, but like there's so many great sources to educate in other ways that you're just going to experience more. You're not going to be stressed. You're going to have fun with it. You're going to love doing it because you want to do it versus being forced, being locked down. I don't know. I'm just I'm not a lockdown type person. I just like experiencing. And um, growing constantly, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that I, I can see that. Oh uh, Well, it's just a piece of paper. No need to get a piece of paper, I guess. Uh, <laughs> people
1: but. are gonna be like, people are gonna be like, "Oh, this girl, is yeah, crazy."
0: Yeah, because that's so controversial for a lot of people when you say that. I, I, I th- know it is. I think that, but I don't say that all the time. I'm like,
1: it's just I, a piece I mean, of paper, and then it's, I'm like, it's true. To an extent, and I fully support anyone who goes to college. My best friend's in med school. I mean, I support it a hundred percent, and I'm freaking proud of her. You know, uh-huh. it's like it's just people who are meant to go to college, and others aren't meant to, and they're meant to do other things that the world needs.
0: So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah, same way. And I, I don't know. I think most of those pieces of papers are useless, but. That's yeah,
1: I know. I know so many people who go to college, and I am like, "So what? What'd you go to college for?" And their job is like complete opposite. I am like, "Why? What was yeah. the point? Come on, yeah. that was a waste."
0: Yeah, It doesn't make sense because uh, I forget what the percentage is. I think it's like forty, fifty percent of the people that graduate don't have a job related to the field that they're in or got their
1: degree yeah. for. It's and crazy,
0: and it doesn't make sense. Like if you are gonna go be an engineer and then you decide to be a plumber instead it doesn't make like, sense to me
1: that's yeah like what
0: <laughs> like uh crazy yeah because like uh for example i know someone that has like is a dietitian, but isn't a dietitian. what that's right
1: that's that's, that's, that's insane
0: um like it's just not it's not something that you do like at all
1: but the sad part, people realize that as soon as they like they're graduating, I know a lot of like online coaches, um, they graduate, like say they went to law school, they freaking graduated, and now they're an online coach and they're not even using their degree. I'm like, you went to law school or like law school, are you nuts? Yeah. But they're doing something they love, they're succeeding at it, and probably making more money because uh-huh. they, you know, like they love if you love what you do and you push it out. You're gonna make like you're gonna make more money. That's it, it's just common sense. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it, I think it, it is common sense, but a lot of people don't realize it.
1: Realize that, yeah, yeah,
0: because they're like, uh, you know, like this, you know, I don't know. Being paid per hour is kind of a bad idea. I always tell people this. I'm like, do you want to get paid based off your results or based off like your hours? And I'm and they always say the hours just because it's easier.
1: It's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah
0: and then but but then i tell them like well i can name you about five people that do coaching or something like that that make a ton of money it doesn't even have to be as much as like you know you don't have to be making a million dollars a year you can make you 50 60 yeah. 70 80 90 like it can go up from there so i think it's a good thing to for people it's something to you
1: can grow from yeah yeah you can definitely yeah. grow like even if even if it doesn't start like Everything starts small. There's very select few that like go booming right away, but like most things start small and you grow from it, and you grow, and you build, and you grow. You know, that's just life, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll end it there. You know, cool. don't get a piece of paper. I guess that's what I was. There say. we go. All right. Awesome. That's the end, I guess. Bye, guys. Uh, thank y'all for listening, and uh, talk to y'all again. I guess don't know when. Bye.